What is up, y'all? Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another Tasty Tuesdays Talk. I am Zebra. It's a wonderful Tuesday today in Dash Radio on Tastemaker Channel. And we have a lovely guest today that I'm excited to introduce. He's a singer and songwriter and artist. I'll let him describe his music and uh, kind of the artistry he creates as well. But he goes by Zai the Conqueror. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. No worries. Zai the Conqueror. Yes, sir. Zai the Conqueror. How did that come about? Because once when I saw your page and we, we were conversing... I was like, Zai the Conqueror, that is a dope name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyone with Conqueror, okay. we got to find out. Well, I mean, there's for me, there's two meanings to it. Um, I've always loved history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the kings that's credited in England with um, uniting the entire country, the entire isle under one banner was William the Conqueror. And so my goal, as ambitious as it is, is to unite people through music. That's my medium. Um, and everything that I do, every time there's a hardship that comes up in my life, I conquer it. I don't let it stop me. I let it, I just keep going. So that's why I took the name. But Zion was my original Zion, name. Zion. Uh, right. I was given that name in college by my teacher. I went to the Musicians Institute down the street. Okay. right in, It's right in Hollywood. Yeah. Right in Hollywood. I used to live up here on McCadden, right back when there was the Geisha House up there. On, oh, the Geisha House. Yeah. On yeah. Cherokee. And now it's the... Club, you know what? It's a lost, the trap mitten place. Yes, yes. Trying to get out of the enclosed. I'm not doing all that. You've never been? No, I will not go. I went went once and it was a lot of fun. I went with a couple, and then they group you with other people if you don't have enough people. Okay. And they're like, you get as many clues as you want. Just hit the clue. um, And it's an intercom, and you're just like, we need another clue. Okay. How many (laughs) clues did you take? The silly thing is, we didn't take enough clues, so we, oh. we, we died. Oh, well, I guess then we, I see, guess we died. I couldn't even do a fake die. <laughs> if I'm ever in a film, my clause is going to be that I can't die no matter what. The whole place I'm in could blow up, but I have to. I still have to be alive somehow. Well, maybe you'll die and the spirit will live on. I'm no, that's still dead. What are you talking about? Not exactly. Plain. Sometimes, kind of like Star Wars, right? Okay. When you're dead, you're more powerful. Okay. And you'll be. Zai the Conqueror stuff. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I I like that what your that motto you said. It's probably what you kind of a um what would you call it? Uh um trying to think of the word. Uh, affirmation. Okay, yeah. That you live by. I whatever comes my way, I conquer it. Right. That's With one. It. And also um everything works out in the end. Mm-hmm. If it hasn't worked out, it's not the end. Mm-hmm. That's the way that I persevere as well. How did you become like this Zen person? Uh, no, I mean, it's through a lot of struggle. You know, mm-hmm. I was in a band prior to being a solo artist and uh, we were called Blue Noise. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, it was a, it was taxing because I was the leader of the group, you know, so there were certain things I had to do that I wasn't equipped to do at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? 
Um, 28 now. You're 28. Mm-hmm. So when was this? This was like I was 23, 24, and 22. The, was this your first experience, like in a the, group? In a oh group? yeah. Um, was it straight out of the music institute? Or yeah, we all met there. Okay. All the members. Were, um, my drummer was Leland Chinnett. Matt Franson was my guitarist, and Caroline Myers was the bassist, and we all met there. So you all had chemistry per se. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did. We did. It was. Just, it was. Yeah. It was just. Um, it was organic, more more or less. It was like because Leland was just playing on one of my songs that I had written called "Used to," and I said, "Do you want to be in my band?" He was like, "Sure." And then I was like, "Do you know any guitarists?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he brought Matt, and then we went to Leland's birthday party, and Caroline was inside the bathroom or waiting to go into the bathroom, and I was like, "You're pretty." How about you join us? And she was like, okay. So it was just like organic in the beginning. It was not so, like. Did you all graduate around the same time? Um, I was first because okay. I started before them. So that's why you're the leader. <laughs> well, I'm also, I was right. Okay. I, know, I also took business courses there and I was a singer. So it just kind of made, and I'm the tallest. Yeah, of course. You're probably so, the tallest in a lot of situations. In the allegedly. Room. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> What is with that? I mean, no, it's not always true, but a lot of lead singers are the tall. tallest. Yeah, well, some, some, some are very short. I've been <laughs> shocked. I've seen some. I'm like, yo, I just thought. Like one time, I, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger in person, right. and I was like, I just thought you'd be a little. Isn't he five ten? Is that right? I thought he'd be like six seven. No, 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 seven. no, Arnold, oh, no, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like six four. No, six three. No, I thought he was like five ten when I saw him in person. He was shorter than me. Yeah, I think he's around. We'll have to double check it. I thought he was around six foot because I watched his little documentary and there was like Lou Ferrigno, the guy that played the whole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's tall. Okay. How tall is he? I think he's like around six five, six seven. Yeah, I, my, my numbers are probably off, but I, I'm pretty, I think that's true. I just because felt when like we, when I saw him, he was way shorter yeah. than I expected. Yeah, they have photos and videos. They always right. make it. Conan the Barbarian, you would think you'd be six right, Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like to me, he looked like the Hulk, like a regular human version of the Hulk. So I would think that he'd be like at least, you know, seven. That's one. So you said you kind of developed this mentality through struggles and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So how were you before that? Were you just down on life? I mean, I was just. uh, It derives from somewhere, and you know, keep this positive mentality. I mean, a lot of people struggle you know, to keep this positive mentality throughout, you know, short periods of life, long periods of the mm-hmm. life. So I'm just curious. I just have all, I, this is going to sound like crazy, but I've just always known that whatever I put my mind to, I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been, throughout my entire life, there's been tons of uh, struggles that I had to, and hurdles I had to jump through, you know. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just waking up and living another day. Mm-hmm. And it's about how you frame that day. So... Mm-hmm. It took me a while to get there. You know, there's definitely times in the band and they, if you asked my old bandmates, they would tell you I would, I was, I would get frustrated. I wasn't the best at um, articulating what was going on. Your feelings or verb? Everything, period. <laughs> Everything, period. Like, I, I mean, I think at that point I was sick of being the eldest too, because I was the oldest member in the group and I was the, I'm also the oldest child in my family. So just all the responsibility, I was like, I just got over it. So. It just had to shift. We got signed and then... Oh, you got signed. So yeah. did they go anywhere after that then? or No, after we got apart? signed, we shortly broke up. Like we went on a tour and then that was it. Mm-hmm. So... Just it, didn't... I well, think we were just tired. I uh, think we were how just... Many, how long did it run for? Four years. So you did from 23 to 20, 20, 20, 27, yeah. 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're in... 
yeah, now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, it just took, I think honestly in between there, it just took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do musically and how I wanted to create. What type of music was this band, would you say? Um, it was a, pretty much the same because I was co-producing it and mm -hmm. I was writing, I wrote all the songs that we were doing and mm -hmm. so it was pretty much the same, you know. Um, but I think for me, I just, now the stuff I'm creating has a different focus because I, I, I understand my artistry more and I'm not having to tailor everything so that everybody can get their part. Like the musicians I bring on now are just, they're playing with me for that show, you mm -hmm. know. It's not like we're the band and I got to sit there and figure out how to incorporate the drums and the guitar and bass and give everybody their moment to shine, yeah. you know. It's not the same. Well, when you're a solo artist, you make all the money. I mean... <laughs> I will say that. You don't have to divvy it out. And I mean, I, I will say I'm, and I, I don't get me wrong with this. I love being in a group, but like, I think for me, it's just, I'm happier as an artist playing by myself. Would you ever consider being in a boy band? Never. <laughs> not, nothing against that, but I could never do that. I'm not a dance. I mean, I'm, I can dance, but I don't dance like well, that. Not all boy bands can dance. Okay. And they well, try to dance and it just looks And there's like no terrible. point in being in the boy band if we're well, not going to dance. Well, do you have like uh, El Devo? Oh, okay. You know? The opera, like kind of those opera the pop singers. Super group. <laughs> super groups. Right. The superhuman groups. Super Look, vocalists. <laughs> I would do it if I could be with like some legendary artists. So like if it's like me and then there's like, I don't know, two members from the Spice Girls and <laughs> I don't know. Some oh, Spice Girls. Okay. We could throw in maybe one from NSYNC. Okay. And then uh, maybe uh, go from old school and go 112. One, okay. <laughs> but no, it would have to be um, the lead singer. I can't slim. It would have to be slim because yeah. oh, yeah. he, well, he's, he's the only, only one. Guy. Yeah, he was the only right. one. Right. <laughs> it was like in sync. Like you had two. You had Justin, Justin and, and uh, JC. JC. Yeah. But. Uh, Tone sometimes. Yeah. And Lance Bass. No, they all could because. Um, they never really had solos though. What you call it? Um, you ever watch The Fairly Odd Parents? No. Oh, okay. Dang. Then I. <laughs> the Chris, Chris, uh, Chris. Oh, was he in it? He he said he was the guy was that sang uh, my shiny teeth that sparkle mm -hmm. just like stars and like you could he, I was like okay he could kind of sing, but who was in that? That was Chris Kirkpatrick. He was a part oh, of no, the, the pineapple. Yes, the pineapple. Yeah, the pineapple. Who lives in? The, yeah, he, he has lives? a pineapple. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now, if there were memes, then mm. there would be so many memes. It <laughs> probably is now. That right? hair, but that hair, man, he was a way ahead of his time, right? <laughs> so. You this band since it didn't work out mm -hmm. was your like I guess your mission or your objective was you already knew you wanted to be a solo artist. I've always I mean there's no other the option. Band, yeah, I mean well I mean if the band say you had that deal mm -hmm. and it blew up, mm -hmm. bands are coming, people are screaming, and you're doing venues and traveling around, you'd probably be still doing that. I mean unless you I were think on, to an unless extent, you, unless I you think were on, unless I would say unless you were still doing all the work. That yeah, way, so at you, that point you know, I wasn't I wasn't happy anymore. Yeah, someone else so, took over kind of and helped you with the business side and all. If that would have happened, we never know. Yeah. But like I will say I learned a lot from those guys. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from being in a group and I should, you know, I we did two music videos, we did a lot of cool stuff together mm -hmm. and I just I'm I'm happy that I'm where I am now though. Are, are any of them still doing music? Uh my guitarist, he uh Matt Franson, he actually owns Franson Guitar. And he lives in uh, Tacoma, Washington. 
And that's where his uh, guitar shop Right, is. right. Nice. And he makes really dope guitars, uh, seven strings, all kinds of stuff. So oh. he went to the guitar craft program down here in yeah, MI as well. So he's doing it. I don't really know about Leland or Caroline, but like, yeah. Oh, cool. So let's describe, let's talk about a little bit about Zai the Conqueror. Zai the Conqueror. Okay. <laughs> well, your music. Yeah. Would you say it's eclectic? I, that's an amazing, yeah, I would put it that way. <laughs> I like that. Uh, it's eclectic. It's, um, original, original. It's, if it's what feels good to me. Thank you. I like all these adjectives. Sure. <laughs> um, well, that's what I got the vibe out of it. I especially, um, hide away, find a way, find a way. Find a way. No worries. <laughs> We're still going to getting to know each other. <laughs> find a way to Better, hide away okay. or hide a way to find a way. Okay. But either way, there's when, a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, let's start making some lyrics and, you know, put me a little percentage okay. off of that. And we, Two percent. It, I'll take whatever, you know, comes away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of those percentages, though, are very low and they make banks. A still. lot of money, right. You know, it depends. So, it just depends on the units. I just did an inflection. Okay. You know, like when you have a writer and then you do an inflection right. and you put... <gasps> I, I wrote that's that. That's how I did. <laughs> Look, you hear me in the background. I'm, that order that you hear being made on the phone, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I need 5%. <laughs> yeah, you know, so like hip-hop songs, they have like the telephone line. <laughs> I used to work in music clearances, and I would, I, we'd always know, like... It's recording. Right. Or like, it was always funny, because all the hip-hop songs would have like 85 different writers on there, and it's like, there's no way in hell all of you guys wrote on this one song, but... At hey, least they're giving credit. Right. Right. So... But you're asking, I'm sorry, about Find A Way. Yeah, Find A Way. So when I first listened to it, it, you know, the intro comes in and then it just kind of hits you with this new sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and just explain that. Like, I mean, you you call it Afrofuturistic. Um, soul. It's Afro. It's a, I guess you could say. Um, because it's almost like you're, what's what's that when they're like scatting? Is it like that? that? Mm-hmm. Well, fun away, fun away, fun away, baby. Yeah, is it? What is that? Is it scatting? I mean, scat- not really. I'm just, I'm just know, saying, fun away. It's so no, what but it, you know. I know what you mean, about? like a. Yeah, and then just like improving and impromptu. Yeah, I, I got that vibe. Like it was like so, just. Yeah, you're, I'm in a live performance listening to you, and it's just like this and that and that. That's, I actually like that. That's that's actually so that comes from my gospel background. I started singing in, in church when I was a little kid. So. That's where uh, you probably choir. grab that. Okay, so it was a choir. Yeah, Linda Vista Baptist Church and Bayview Baptist Church, both in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Were you the lead singer there? I was not. <laughs> but I did have a solo when I was four years old. I sang The Lord is My Rock with my mom. And it was Easter Sunday, so it was a big deal because it's Easter Sunday. Uh, yeah, it was probably yeah, packed. Yeah, it was. Everybody was dressed to the nines, mm-hmm. you know. It was. But yeah, so when you hear that that vibe from it, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That go, speaks to my roots, but yeah. Okay. Um, it comes from that. So, um, but find a way was just about. I wrote that. I wrote when I write songs. It's like therapy for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's very much um, getting out whatever emotions are internally that I'm not able to express. You know, properly. So that song I had written about um, this person I was dating who ended up having to leave the country because they weren't from here, and I was so sad because you know I was in love. So I needed to find a way to get over it. So I just wrote that. And it just took me a while to, to um, find the right producer. Um, lo and behold, I was um, living in Colorado for the last two years. And this guy who was working at the liquor store down the street from my condo, he um, 
just was we were just talking. I don't know how it came up that we did that we both did music, but it just, just was a conversation. And he said, "Well, can I play you some beats?" And I was like, "Yeah." And this is all during COVID. This is all like when you know no one's really allowed out. And so, like, I'm hungry to meet to be around people because we've been stuck inside, you know. And he played me this one beat, and I was like, "Yo, if we add this, this, this to this, and then put it here, that's my song, Find Away." And so Joseph Francois or Joy Francois is his name, and I we recorded that, and that was that. So, so are you? Are you hands on with the producer as well? Very much. Because did you did you go for production as well or No, I didn't go for production. Yeah. I just I've always heard it. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how to explain No, you, you know sounds right. and you can describe what right. you want. And it's, Correct. it's more like for me also it's the feeling too. I mm-hmm. want to make sure that that um the instrumentation is conveying the same emotion that I'm giving vocally, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. And so yeah, I direct a lot of the producers on how I would like things to hear. Or what needs to be, or what needs to be the imagery that comes across in your mind when you hear the song, like if I want it to sound like a intergalactic swamp. Well, let's figure out how that swamp. sounds. You how know? would you describe that? Um, the colors would be blue. I see this going to sound crazy. It'd be blue, and that you'd see just you'd hear stars. You'd hear stars being born and stars dying. Or something and, like kind of rising and like a crescendo. Yes, exactly. And See, the okay, right. I'm very visual. Okay, there it is. But it would the colors would be very uh, vibrant and brighter sounds. Right. Okay. Yes. See. So you get it. See, you speak my language. We can do some let's music. Just, let's just uh, have an abstract conversation. Okay. Right <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, shall we just play it? Sure. We'll just yeah. play it right now since we describe it. Sounds so we'll, like a plan. All right, we'll play it. So that was find a way, hide away. No, find okay. a way. Find a way. Find a way, find a way, find a way, baby. Yeah, and, and what we were discussing while this was playing, mm-hmm. I, I recognize that I, from what you write there, you can do a little sample for us again if you mm-hmm. want on the mic. Find a way, find a way, yeah, baby. Find a way, find a way, yeah. We are. Oh. You have a powerful voice. Thank you. A powerful gift, as some would say. And you, I noticed in listening to your music, it's toned down a, a bit. Controlled, my, yeah. Is that right? Or? Yeah, you're 100% spot on with that. Um, as I was saying, but when uh, my band started, a lot of the time I would belt because I, I could. Yeah. You know, not everybody could. Like I can, belt. It's like I can. It's like right. a person like I can dunk. I'm gonna dunk. Exactly. <laughs> if I could hit the Mariah Carey notes, I'd be hitting them all the time. You, you know? know, some singers that all they do is hit those Mariah right. Carey. And I'm like, can we? Um, you know, but um, I had I had somebody. I had a really brilliant vocal coach named Roger Burnley here in L.A., and he actually was showing me how to transition and how to add different elements to my vocal style and to like make it even better and stronger each time. So like I've, I've grown into it and I've had a lot of people tell me that your voice is going to get better as you get older. And like when you're like 22 and you're like in a band, it's not the thing you want to hear, but I will say as I've gotten older, they were hundred percent right. And patience is definitely key in this. So. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's a, it's a vocal instrument. Yeah. And like anything else in life, 
it takes time. Right, and right. if you don't practice your craft and anything you do, it's not going to get improved. And people forget that. And I forgot yeah. that. And it's a part of the journey of being a singer, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. We tend to forget, you know, those things. It's always the simplest things. Right, right. But it, you obviously like the way your voice is developing. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, honestly. When, when was that? When you like, oh, damn. When I recorded Find A Way. Find A Way. You know, I think all the different ideas I had when we were recording, like I was like, well, make sure I said, I want the background vocals to be there, but I want them to sound ethereal. Like it's the spirit speaking. Like it's, I want it to be in the front. I want this to be here. And everything I was like coming up with was working and my voice was working along with it. So that was a moment where I was like, I really learned how to control my voice. I really learned how to express and articulate what I need. It was a complete 360 from when I was in my original band. And so for me, it just shows my growth. So, like recently, I listen to that song all the time on my phone. Yeah. As if it's somebody else. If you don't listen to your own music, then. Right. right. (laughs) I mean, there's, yeah, there's, I've heard, I've listened to some interviews and some artists are like, the the interviewer will ask them, what music do you listen to? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't listen to music. I just make music and listen to my own music. Oh, no. (laughs) I do that. I do that both. And then I also listen. I have like my set artists because there's certain artists that push me to want to be. Oh, inspiring to you. Right. Uh, Don Richard. I don't know if you know who she was in Danny D. Kane and Dirty Money. Uh, and then she has her own epic career. Um, and I love Her Majesty the King, Beyonce. Hmm. Um, you know, she's the shit. Like, I don't know what else to say about her. Uh, Prince is somebody I listen to. And then I, I go back to like all the stuff that my mom and my grandparents listen to, like the spinners. And because you can hear different arrangements and different influences of how they played instrumentation and find ways to incorporate it now. Hmm. So, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it, your influence from your mother and your grandparents mm-hmm. ha- has made a huge impact. Mm-hmm. And what what is your mom? Is your grandmother still with us today? Oh, yeah, she is. And so, and your mom too as well? Yeah. Uh, so my adopted you, mom, no, but my biological mom, yeah. So, what do they all think? Do you love it? or? Um, my grandmother is, so she w- it was a musician herself. Mm-hmm. She's like the most nitpicky person ever. That's good. But honest? Yeah, very brutally honest sometimes. <laughs> like she came to one of our uh, release parties we had at the at the Lexington downtown a couple of years okay. ago. Mm-hmm. And she was like, now whatever wailing you're doing on stage, at least do it in key. And I was like, yo, thank you, Grammy. You can go, your seat's over there. Um, but no, but she, you know, she might be very harsh, but she means it from a loving oh, place. Love, 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 and love. then my mom is proud of me. She always brags to me to her friends, you know, what moms, what moms, what moms do. should do. <laughs> All right. And then my adopted mom, she would have been very proud of me. She was, she was there helping me through a lot of the recording process and a lot of other things. And through other parts of my aspects of my career, she's been very, was very vital. She passed away two years ago from mm-hmm. cancer, but, um, she, you know, she was very important to me and she taught me a lot about this industry. So it seems like you have a good musical background. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. We, we grew up, my grandmother was, she had myself, my cousin, Claire Marie, my brother, David. He had us all playing musical instruments. So my brother played the guitar and myself and my cousin, we both played the piano. Um, like I said, I sing in church. So yeah, music's just been in me since I was a kid. I was born. Yeah, it's your destiny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you released... Um, any your EP? No, the EP's coming out soon. So oh, the EP's not. So what? What's released is uh, "Find a Way" came out October the thirty first on uh-huh. Halloween. 
Um, last Saturday, I re-released uh, a single called Soiree. Soiree. And then, and then on have- December the 20th, I'm releasing my EP, uh, Zy the Conqueror, first of his name. Okay. So that's coming up. All right. So what what is on your Spotify page? Um, the Find EP? a way and soirees on there. Is the EP on there already? Maybe the EP's already on there. I think because you have um, spoken word. Okay, so those are my yeah. So that, that those EP? are the interludes for yeah, some of so the. So it goes one, three, and five are spoken words. Okay, so then the songs and then are the songs on there. Are yet. Two, yeah, songs are. Oh, two, they are on there. Four and six. Okay, my bad. Let's I guess double, dis- no. I already I believe you because that means district. That's why I can post it. Okay, never mind. Distro yeah. Kid has already released. <laughs> we got our exclusive announcement yeah, right now. Zion Conquer is out. Okay, everything's out. <laughs> Go find it on Spotify. God, thank you for thank you for letting me know. Shoot. Everybody who helps me with that shit, you're all fired. Just kidding. That's crazy. Okay. Well. Yeah, I was listening and I was like, because when I, you send, you obviously, you email me your material, but mm-hmm. then I went on your Spotify and then, yeah, there's six, is it six? Yeah. Six, six tracks, tracks total. Yeah. That's your yeah. EP. It's out. Mm-hmm. And well, you said it was supposed to come out. On the 20th. I guess District Kid just sped it up. They're like, forget it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, check, after this, check your... Uh, it, it, more than likely, it's because I can tag certain songs. I should have thought. It's common sense. It's like, it's popping up on your, on right. your music and when you're on stories and whatnot. Right. So, there okay, it is. Okay, so since it's already out, let's just talk about it. Because okay. uh, what I was telling you uh, prior to this was it you do kind of the funk, the soul... Mm. EDM, I would say, because one of those songs is very like soiree. Soiree is very mm-hmm. electronic EDM and it's almost clubby. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted soiree to soiree in particular. And that's how you. Oh yeah, so you described it. So you oh yeah, that. it's a because it starts with I dream in shades of greens, purples, and gold. Mm-hmm. So I soiree. I wanted. I'm uh, Creole and Haitian, and so I wanted. Do you know what um, a second line is? No, you ever seen in New Orleans when uh, there's a funeral and people are walking down the street and they have the jazz band with them and okay. the second line that's, that's leading you to your next path in okay. life, your next part of the journey, you know, and we're doing it joyously. So I wanted a song that had that energy in it that could be played at my birthday, your birthday, Jesus's birthday, you know, mm-hmm. it could be done at a funeral. I wanted a song that had my my culture in it. And then I also wanted it to be something that people could still dance to at the club. So it's just a fusion of that. And then soiree. Yeah, soiree is a French it's a French word which means evening party. So evening it's fitting. Party. Nice. So. Yeah. And then um, what else? Hand it over is on Hand there. Hand it over. Hand it over was about. I don't know how to. Yeah. That's a different vibe as well. Right. I just liked how it sounded. I the producer was playing tracks. Did you work with the same guy that did? No. So the guy the guy who did hand it over did soiree. Yeah. But he's not the same guy that did um, Take You Down. Take okay. You Down was done by Zane Erhart. Um, and that was done a while ago. It was mm-hmm. done like in 2014. Oh, wow. Um, and then um, Joey was the only one that worked on uh, Find A Way. And then I have OBE, which was done with Martel Edwards. So I just always work with different producers because I want different vibes and different feelings mm-hmm. for different songs <laughs> yeah it make, I mean it makes sense and then you never know who you're gonna vibe with right and what chemistry and especially what comes out I normally ask them for like their cast offs so whatever songs that they've thought are like stupid I always find the gym in there mm-hmm. and I can figure out what needs to be just put in there to make it dope you know mm-hmm. so have you um 
That's that's interesting that you do that. I mean, because there's what music that we might or I might think that's not like right. I'm vibing with with you. Right. You may like think this song it's good. You right. Know, like or something like out of your. Oh, there'll be something in there. Ones. Yeah, something in there that sparks it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. How did so? You have you speak your language with all these producers, and they all do you not do like all a, of them get it. Oh, okay, I was like, do you do your dry rundown? Be like, here's this, how it's going to run down. I tend to um, figure out like how we're having this conversation. Now mm-hmm. I'll sit down with them and be like, yo, let's just talk. Let's uh, you know smoke some weed or whatever you want to do. Let's just chill and have a vibe, right? So I can figure out how they talk and how they communicate, and then I'll speak to them from my language, but in a way that just, that makes sense in a way that they can comprehend. Uh, rather than going at it with like, language a little bit, right? Yeah. Code switching, if you will. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I figure out what works for them because some people, you know, need to need you to be intense and need you to be like, I need this done da, 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 in order for them to get things done right, you know. And others need you to be relaxed or chill or, and then some are just hands off and you just say, this is what I want, and they send it to you the next day. So I I like to figure out who I'm dealing with and what. Um, skill set they what have. You, what do you prefer? Like, what is your ideal if producer I can, to work with? I mean, let's see. Honestly, I just want somebody who, this is going to make me sound so weird or bad, but I don't care. Um, I would just like to have somebody who can just be, we can just be best friends and like on some Timberland and Missy shit. Like, you know, we could just be chilling in there and they'll play something and I'll be like, nah, that, that ain't how, let's add this. And they're like, okay. And we just What's split the, everything 50-50. Easy to work with. Easy to work with, but like, I bring something different to the table than they would bring, but it still goes together and elevates the sound. You get me? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. So we're shout out to all those producers out okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you, uh, you had these spoken words in your EP, mm-hmm. and what made you bring about to add those? Because they're all positive. There are things that um, it's, obviously it's who you are. Right. Right. So like if you listen to them and where they're placed, mm-hmm. they fit with each song. After the so, song or before the song. Right? So, so one, uh, only one. I think Picasso is the first one. Yeah, Picasso. Yeah. That's every act of creation is first of all an act of destruction. So I opened it with that yeah. one because the creation is the record they're about to hear the whole entire project. So every act of creation, the, this act of creation, which is the project came from me destroying mm-hmm. who I was in my original group and figuring out who I am. So that's what that was. And then it goes find a way. And from find a way, I think it's faith. I think after that and faith, I don't remember what the whole uh, <laughs> spoken word thing is, but it's about having faith and persevering because it you know, explains itself. Right, faith. exactly. And then the final one, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember at all. That's a horrible. This is my EP. I'm here doing an interview with you and I don't remember. Well, what we it pop is. it up right now. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Pride, pride. Take pride in how far you have come and have faith in how far you will go. That's what it was. It was pride. So Picasso, faith, and pride. So, What was the, well, you described some of your creative process, but what was the whole, and one of these songs was 2014. Mm -hmm. So it was a long time in the making, or it was just that one song? Find a way and... um, Find a way, and uh, I wrote "Find a Way" in 2014 as well. I just had to find a producer, and then we record. I recorded. Um, so you were still in the band at this time, right? Right. You were like doing your little 
side thing. All right. <laughs> Allegedly. No, um, it was more that, you know. Yeah, you're writing I, music. You it was more like it. Solange had inspired me because Solange hmm. talked about Cranes in the Sky. That was her first Grammy win. And she said that she wrote that back in like 2007. And she held on to it. And I was like trying with a whole bunch of different producers. Like, I was like eight producers. I took find a way to, you know, I sang the melodies and I, you know, had the whole concept in my head, but none of them could get it. It's a complex song. Right. You know, it's right. not something that anyone can create. And I'm very, and I'm a perfectionist mm-hmm. about what I hear and what I want to convey. So it didn't, I had to wait. And so Solange inspired me to wait because she said she waited and she found the right time and the right group of records to put it with sonically. So mm-hmm. I waited. What do you, so you've written, how many songs have you written? A lot. A lot. But so not all of them many, are worthy of. No, like say worthy of worthy putting of, together another EP, album, singles. Whatever I have another on. six ready to go. Okay. I have another. And you're searching for on. producers or are you going to work with? No, they're already recorded. I'm oh, just oh. waiting for. So, yeah, they're already recorded. I'm just waiting for the right time to put them out. Oh, you just really. You just released the EP right, without right. you even knowing it. So right. <laughs> you better get on. You better start promoting that. Right. I am. No. Um, but so. Special um, announcement. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to be shooting music videos. I want to. I want. Yeah. I'm going to really be creative for these. And you want to be heavily involved in that as well. Visually. Oh, yeah. I, my goal is to have them be animated. Oh, I, I um, want to create an Afrofuturistic world. Kind of like the Black the Panther. Ma- Kind of like the well, Black Panther metaverse, right? Okay, <laughs> the Afroverse, right? Okay, Af- the Afroverse, Afroverse. I like that. No, but wait, it'll be wait, it'll be wait, it's a good idea, futuristic wait, in every uh, aspect. Though it'll be like Norwegian. And if it's in Norway, the um, Vikings would be futuristic. It'd be like that. Or if it's there in England, it'd be or the Celts would be like historically, you know, accurate but futuristic. Mm-hmm. So I want to create. I'm working on something. So you're in a hunt. Yeah, or a creator of that. An animator. An animator. I am. I have everything else set up. I have the whole concept together. I have the storyline done and the characters' names and everything. I've got to find the right animator. It'll come in the right time. You got to listen to Solange. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, you've had a few couple performances as recent. Anything coming up as uh, is I the Conqueror performing? Yes, live? I am. Well, it'll be Black House Productions, my company, and we're going to be oh, at So what the is, um, Black, explain about Black that. House. Black House is just, um, it's, a, it's a live production company. So I book tours for artists. I also book tour, my own tours. Is that something and you've been doing before? Right before you're COVID, I had it, okay, I had it going it. and I had a clientele base that was actually flourishing, but then COVID hit and, you know, of course. it is what it is. Yeah. But we're bouncing back, and our mm-hmm. first show back is going to be um, at the Holding Company in Ocean Beach in San Diego, and we're headlining on January the 12th. Um, and we're in talks currently to, with different venues because I'm working on something currently. So Black House Productions is, would it be always in you or other artists? Or? It's myself. So it's going to be like a circus kind of. That's the whole goal okay. where it's like myself. <laughs> we got animation. We got circus. Right. It's imagery. It's you things are- that... You're a creator. Right. Yes, you are creating your own world and it's coming to life. Yes, yes, yes. So it's going to be, like you said, like a circus, but not an actual circus. Not an actual circus. So like, eventually I would like to have it be like a carnival, like all weekend thing. There's a carnival on the outside and we have different artists performing and whatnot. But like for this situation, it's just uh, myself and 
T Chronics performing, and there's a couple other DJs that I'm talking to that are going to be there as well. DJ Hush and a couple others. So it's just going to be a a fun show, and it's a five dollar entry, and that's that. So. And that's in San Diego. San Diego at Ocean Beach at the Holding Company. And anything else in the works? Um, a few other things, but I don't want to talk about them yet. Okay. They're not ready. I'm, I might have to come back when that's time. Okay. But what else do you want to talk about? Uh, anything else? What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what else to... Well, you have the... <laughs> I was telling you off the prior, uh, before we all started, I really you sent me some of your music, like I was saying, and I liked your OBE. OBE. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. OBE and... Outer body experience. Outer bo- Have you ever had an outer body experience? Allegedly. Allegedly. What does that mean? I mean, it means it, allegedly. Allegedly. No, like, um, even, yeah, I've even, had dreams where it feels uh, like I'm floating out of my body. You would say a dream. Yeah. Nothing that would be like ayahuasca. Or- Never. <laughs> not I. No. <laughs> I'm not that bold. I've tried other things, but mm-hmm. not that. Um, done acid a few times. It was not a fun experience. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, um, but OBE, it's just about, it's about love. You know, the simplest emotion there is um, that everybody experiences. Um, but it's about a love that's just so epic that it takes you on an outer body experience. So, would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it again. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah. Chop, 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 we gotta ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't you see what you've been missing? I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Outer body experience. OB. That, that was the exclusive from Zy the Conqueror. We just heard that. RB flavor, vibe. Yeah, I wanted it to really sound like a live performance. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to come across like you're in one of those old speakeasies. Yeah, I, I feel like that would be in an intimate venue. Exactly. Having a cocktail and kind of like the 50s, 60s exactly. ambiance, I guess. And you're on this small stage. And exactly. And that one light is on you. And there's a guy on the piano, yeah. three little background singers back there, and a cellist. That's yeah, it. Cellist. <laughs> a bass cellist. Yes. And you said this is a love song with you in mm-hmm. particular again? or No, this was just... Um, or is it just about love? It's just about being in a love that's just so amazing that you Having go a, on an out-of-body out body experience. experience. That is some out-of-body experience. Okay. That would be love, you know? Yeah, I think at, at that time when I was writing all these... So I co-wrote this song with my friend Martel. Um, and at that time, like, um, I just really wanted to be in love. I don't know why, but I just was craving it. And so, yeah. When he played it for me, it just fit. It fit what I was feeling. And I was like, all he had was the, um, let me take you on a ride, take you outside your mind. That's a, like the hook. That's all he had. Then the first, the opening line. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just got to learn to let it go, let it flow, let me know. You learn how to do it, though. So I started hearing like everything else that could be in there when he played the rest of the beat because there was nothing there. And yeah, I, we had to switch some things around, but it just worked in the end. And he was going through what he was going through, and it helped him as well. Therapy for both of you. Yep. And we made a good song out of it. There you go. Chop, chop, 
What do you, what can we expect more? Well, you said you already recorded some music. Yeah. Is it the same kind of genre or is it all over the place? I mean, I think it's um it's kind of the same vibe where like some of the songs are going to be high energy, some of them are going to be more eclectic, and some of them are going to be more R and B. I think that's just what can be expected yeah. from me because that's who I am. And you have that you have an R and B voice when you want yeah, to, yeah. Uh, you know, display that. Right. So, um, but as an artist, you can't tell someone how to sing or right. play music. So, and then after these, when the time is right to release these tracks, what? is in your mind right now it's brewing that you want to create um like in an ideal situation yeah i i want to make a i would love to make a cartoon that goes on adult swim (laughs) i would like to make like um merchandise and eventually Mm -hmm. a cartoon movie do you have an animated version of yourself yet um not myself but his name is zoe zoe yeah and he's a he's a fire he's a piece of fire Zoe is the character? Yeah, the main character. But is that kind of like an alter ego? No. just He's just the... Oh, Z- Zoe. Yeah, just Zoe. He's my friend. Z-O-E? Z- just Z-O. Z-O. Mm-hmm. Wait. Anything else, though? No, not at, not at the moment. Musically? Musically, um, I'm going to be doing shows, a lot of shows. So, like, if you guys go on my social media, which is Zy the Conqueror, at Zy the Conqueror for Instagram and TikTok, Everybody can stay up to date on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, my website, all this stuff. So yeah, there's going to be um, a lot of shows coming up. And like I said, music 2022. videos 2022. Yeah, we're going to be going back at it. You're just going to hit it hard. As hard as I can. I plan to tour until I'm 40 and then I'm going to quit entirely. I'm going to disappear. <laughs> yeah, you're not that old. So you no. Got, <laughs> you have time, but don't waste the time. All right. Right, right, right. Thank you so much, Zai. Thank you for having Zai me. Zai this Kong. has been fun. Yeah, it has been fun. You're a fun guy. Yeah, likewise. Made great music, and just look forward to hearing more of it. All right. I uh, look forward to giving it to you. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to oh. uh, promote that yeah. EP that just Zai released. the Conqueror. Um, first of his name is out on Spotify. Go get it. And uh, yeah, that's that. Peace and light to you guys. All right. Thank you, Zai. You're listening to Tastemakers. With Zebra and Jeeves.